Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Soccer Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. And I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. And I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And welcome back, everybody, to another week of what will probably just be inane rambles. Or maybe not, because we have a guest. Yes, I hate to say, sadly, the convention space is still rather empty right now. Not a lot going on, and going to be several months before we all get a chance to go and don our attire and look as good as we really can anymore in life, because most of us are pretty horrible looking. But gentlemen, do you know who's not terrible looking? Me. Well, yes, Tyler, obviously. I mean, you can't really combat self-proclaimed that. Self-proclaimed sexy one, of course. Yes. Self-proclaimed. Yes. Always Self- self-proclaimed. <laughs> but who's a better cosplayer than all of us? Um, that's not really that actually, asking. That's not really people asking People that actually win awards and things and have those, like, followers. and Some people actually dress up in my regard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Yeah, because cold isn't. Yeah, I'm lazy. What was the point? What is it? What was the question again? Well, the question was basically a lead-in, a tease to somebody who I have been following for a while now, both on my personal Instagram as well as with Soccer Arrangers. Talked a few times. Somebody I can't call a friend yet, but somebody that I hope to be able to call a friend in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to. Jess, say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. I'm the guest ranger this week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So, you've listened to a few of the podcasts, so you kind of know what we're going to be getting into here. Why, oh, why don't no, you tell... Yeah, <laughs> exactly, those shenanigans that will ensue. Uh, why don't you just give us a little bit about yourself? Uh, why don't we go and start with just... Uh, how long have you been cosplaying? I've been cosplaying, uh, I think I started officially in 2007. Um, that was when I first learned of anime conventions at all and learned the term cosplay, but I think I had been dressing up as characters before that, but I didn't have well, a name then. <laughs> well, well, we'll go with official. That's, that's totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> I think a few of us can go and claim that as well. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, 2007. <laughs> All right. And was that at a convention? Was it, I don't know your age. Was that a high school thing? Oh, it it was at SoccerCon was my first convention. Ah, cool. Um, my friends invited me. I didn't, I wasn't really into anime then. And mm. so uh, I had no idea what I was in for. I asked them, is there a dress code? Is there something expected of me? And they they told me that you had to dress up in costume. Yes, yes, you do. So, it's law. So I, knowing, knowing full well that Avatar The Last Airbender was an American cartoon, but I was like, the only other anime that I was vaguely aware of was Sailor Moon when I was little, and I had watched some of Fullmetal Alchemist, and I... And I hadn't seen all of it. So I was like, okay, the one thing I can speak about and know any sort of, had any sort of, like, clout expertise in was Avatar Mm -hmm. The Last Airbender. So I'm like, okay, 
I guess I'll go as Toph. So that was my first <laughs> cosplay was Toph from Avatar. Hmm. All right. <laughs> well, Cole, I guess it's your time to go and answer the question because Jess just answered the next one, so might as well go all the way in. All right. So this particular question we like to ask everyone, especially about their first cosplay, um, does it still exist? Yes. Oh, okay. You're one of the very few. I think yeah. it. I think it's actually hanging up. Yes. Right here. <laughs> okay, that's oh actually God. the closest we've had because in some place, in some regards, we've had them burned, torn to pieces, replayed, uh, reput into other costumes, um, fell apart in the wash, um, and other parts completely recycled into other different projects. It's uh, pretty rare to go and see one still even close to complete, let alone within <laughs> arm's reach. So congratulations. Well, I have my mother to thank for that. She helped put it together. So I guess this is kind of an interesting one here because you've told us how you came into the convention space, uh, what got you into cosplaying. I guess I'm just curious here. So when you got to SakuraCon cosplaying that first time around, was this a passion that came to you all at once there or was this something that took you a while to go and really decide you wanted to do it yourself you know because you say you had friends that basically it sounds like dragged you there and forced you into costume i i don't know i i've been sewing and i cared about cosplay and uh, not cosplay i cared about costumes and i was in theater yeah. in growing up um mm -hmm. so the idea of putting on a costume and playing pretend wasn't any sort of stretch so, I mean, the fact that this kind of gave it more applications helped a lot. And so, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Ooh, deep thoughts, deep thoughts. See, this is what I love about these kind of questions on there, because it really forces you to go and think back. Because you've been doing this almost <laughs> as long as I have, so... Uh. That's uh, that's a that's a ways, ways back there. Although I'll go and say you look about you look about thirty years younger than me, so you know that's something in your favor. It's the quarantine. <laughs> uh, so refreshing to just do nothing. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think my first convention definitely like lit that fire because mm -hmm. I had. You know, played dress up before, done theater before, and this gave it, like I said, a whole new application and a whole different way to interact with people. It's like the, so like putting it into practice at that convention, it was the next level of, I'm wearing a t-shirt with my favorite show on it, so someone can come talk to me and we'll immediately have something in common. And so it's already like you're wearing an icebreaker, which made it helpful. And I remember at that at that convention specifically, there was one other person that was cosplaying Toph. And I think every time we ran across each other in the convention center, we would stop and like wave and smile and hug. This was before, this was a long time before you get like that silent judging from across the space of like, Oh no, we're the same character. I can't talk to you. And I, I hated that, especially when my first experience was just like, Hey, you, the only other person who's the character that I am. Hello. That's always, 
the, the <laughs> best thing is when you come across somebody that's the same thing as you, and then you don't take it seriously. You just goof off or do something the character would do. That's yeah, honestly that's, some of the funnest stuff. Yeah, it's I, always just like, oh, we got to take pictures together because now we're both yeah. this character. Because either either it's nice to have, well, sometimes it's nice to be a, a character that is more obscure, and then you run into someone else who's that, and you're like, Spider-Man oh, meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spider run across the convention hall and hug each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. It, this is always fun for me when we have somebody that's been cosplaying really pre, I want to say 2011, I think is the one I felt the change. It might have been after that. It, it was whenever uh, Heroes of Cosplay yeah. came on sci-fi. Because back then, and I, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I get the feeling you probably will. Back then, I think all of us felt like this was... My apologies. I thought I was muted. Let's go and shut that off. <laughs> I normally mute all my shit. I forgot Betrayer. my watch. I'm sorry. You know it's usually my fault that does this. I not even it's muted my always, phone, goddammit. Always cool. It was a reminder for me to put yeah, my no. phone on Okay, silent. so we'll blame... Because I didn't do that. <laughs> no, no worries. Because well, I, have the good so, news. I have so I edit this, I have so, so it's many gone. Twitter notifications that go off. I was like, mute your fucking phone. Mute your phone. We're, always, we're playing D&D. We're in podcast. You, you go right in. In the middle it. of I, combat, all you hear is... I don't I don't understand how people haven't just kept their phones on vibrate in this day and age. It's just what you do. You, you put your phone on vibrate one day and you never took it off. Anyway, going back to my point. So back then, I think all of us meeting at the conventions, it felt like we... It felt more like a small community where none of us needed to know each other. We were just excited about the fact that there were other people like us that had passion for the same kind of things. And it was different, too, because even cosplay back then, while that was definitely during the period of time where it was starting to grow, it hadn't become, or at least not in our minds, it hadn't been mainstreamed yet. It wasn't something... I don't know. I don't know if this is the right way of putting it, but back then, I think it felt less attainable to cosplay. And anybody that did it, whether it was good quality or not so good quality, we were just grateful to be with each other, and we were really accepting and easily embraced mm-hmm. each other. Back I, in I agree with that. Now, yeah, because now, like you said. Sometimes you see somebody else dressed as you, and there's almost this moment of, oh, God, do I engage or not? Is this somebody that's going to be good with me and be that kind of community person? Or is this somebody that's more in it for themselves? It's like, I hate having those thoughts, but it's difficult these days. The world is not the same as it was when we first started doing this. I feel like I've met some people that are cosplaying characters that they don't actually know from source materials that they don't know mm-hmm. and be- just because they expected to be in costume for the convention and so they just um, you know bought something or borrowed something mm-hmm. and so it's yeah. it's not that guarantee no, definitely accessibility has yeah. made that easy so you don't have that same guarantee <laughs> that it was like oh I know this person we already have something in common it's that safeguard isn't there anymore necessarily 
Yeah. You're definitely right on that. So, like I mentioned before, I've been following your page for a while and just seeing the stuff that you do. Uh, you and your partner, for the most part. Uh, well, okay, wrong wording there. Um, teammate? So you cosplay yeah, with a teammate. partner regularly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, teammate. There we go. There we go. A <laughs> little different implication there. So you group cosplay with your teammate pretty regularly on there. How did you uh, two meet? Okay. So I started a cosplay club at my university in two, mm-hmm. so 2009. I, I like dove right in. I was all excited about cosplay. I was like, oh, we need a club at school. So I, <laughs> I, along with some friends, we formed the club, um, uh, my teammate, who goes by Starries on most things, um, and Cal- Calliopes or Calliopes on Instagram, um, uh, was one of the first members. So that's how I met them. So I guess I'm just curious here. Is that where this cosplay partnership started? Or was that something that happened organically over time? I think it happened uh, pretty soon after that, but it did have, it felt like it happened mm-hmm. organically through just like making friends and knowing people in the club. We had a lot of the same interests. So the people that I was making mm-hmm. costumes with before we kind of, you know, went our separate ways or didn't necessarily like the same source material. And then we had a lot in common. So it was just like, oh, well that makes it easy. <laughs> we can make all the characters that go together plus um we're both kind of shy and so like to have a built-in person i don't know beef up your presence (laughs) of like it's kind of the feeling of a group cosplay where it's like i might not be want to be by myself or alone but i have someone who will at least be there with me (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Makes perfect sense with that. I love that. Yeah. It's like, if I'll look foolish, at least someone is looking foolish right alongside me. Giving me some sort of clout. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Support, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. I get that. Is that what you were talking about at our first cybercon? Uh, I was your support buddy or you're my support buddy? Or both. You, did you even dress up? You didn't even dress up. You yes, were like that first Sanji. year? Yes, I was. Yeah. I was Sanji that entire time. Oh, we didn't even do group things. Um, I don't know. There's part of that, too. Uh, I've ha- I've done that for people, too, as well, because like, I've taken other friends uh, to cosplay, to like go to conventions and stuff. We have you did some- that for your own mother. <laughs> I did that for my own mother. There we go. I was just like my mom. I was just like she she helped me with making stuff, and I was like, "Do you ever want to go to like a convention, mom?" And she was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna make something," and she did that. So, yeah. But like it was uh, one time going to convention with a bunch of people that wanted to try out cosplay because they're like, "Oh, they're going to it," because some of them go to them, but only go to them for like guests and stuff. So they weren't cosplayers. But then we tagged along some other people, and they were like kind of new just to conventions and expo scene and they uh, this is only like a couple of years ago so it's like everyone knows about them so they're like oh i want to try out cosplay i'm gonna work on a costume get that going 
and so I was just like, yeah, this is just kind of what you do. These these are the the base the baselines of things that's gonna kind of happen, and always shoes, big part of it. Wear comfortable shoes, cause goddamn, yeah. Do, so it doesn't it doesn't matter if the shoes don't match. Just have them be comfy. Yeah, it, it felt it felt like I had like these little fledglings that I was just like carrying on my wings. Rock. Like, okay, I'm gonna put on my big crazy costume. You guys put on your costume. Some of them, well. Oh, some of them are pretty good still. So they were just. Uh, one it of almost them, sounded uh, like you were putting those baby leashes on them. We're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're going off to the cosplay convention, guys. Uh, but just don't run too far. <laughs> Mama's got to wear her whole crazy outfit, and I can only move so fast. So you kids, you run forward, but you come back. Don't get too far. For some away. strange reason, my head immediately went to John in his giant robot costume, trying to fucking yeah. lead about six people. <laughs> Yeah, the mom always moves the slowest, and she's the anchor. And if you're in a big, crazy cosplay that you know you can see oh, yeah. from across the convention center, your kids will never get lost. Exactly. So, yeah, there you go. Well, me and Rob, it was God. <laughs> I was gonna say this is what. So this is what it feels like to go and hear somebody else going and describing being it's, con it's, mom. It's <laughs> a thing. It's like one one day you shall have your own fledglings that are new to this. That it's you not like you're the only and... con mom at con, Rob. Oh, I Sam know. Is I know. Has it's been just mom like for years. I, um, like like half yeah, a dozen no, of our friends. I, are I, I get that. Mom. It's just Rob, you're con dad yeah. because you have that carrying tool case of all the things for fixing our costumes and such. He's got a point. Oh. has Jess Jess yeah, ever no, heard don't about get me it? Wrong. I, I I know. I the, know. Uh, uh, Rob Rob <laughs> has like this very. Big tool case, two tool cases, actually, isn't it? Yeah, two. Uh, so depending on how you count it, technically it's three different pieces, but they stack together. So I call it yeah. one tool kit. It, it's four feet tall. It's four different compartments. I've got sewing equipment in the top section. Second section is makeup paint and markers for touch-up adhesives are in bay number three and bay number four is largely electronics because you know you never know when when a costume might go and short out or yeah. light itself on fire soldering irons drills all those things your yep. toolkit yep. sounds like what my toolkit aspires to be <laughs> rob's been building that thing for years now i mean same <laughs> every con every convention more gets added to it Add something new every convention. This is a question I got then. Uh, oh no, uh, Ra, uh, mm -hmm. oh, go for it. John finish your sentence. But... I was just gonna say the next thing he's probably gonna add to it is a defibrillator. I could see him adding that too. Okay, if I could get one on a license, I would. Unfortunately, <laughs> they're very restrictive of that in Washington State. This so no, no defibrillators. Up. Oh my god, um, <laughs> you're surprised by this. My question. In all, in, in all honesty, I'm surprised he hasn't doesn't have a full paramedics kit. I mean, I can sew you back up if you yeah. go and cut yourself bad enough, but that's a whole other story. Oh, that's a different class. He's he's the engineer, not the medic. Different class. You get another person to do that. Uh, my question is, since that is a talk about toolcases and always having something there to repair stuff, have you had any crazy costume malfunctions that are memorable, or are all your stuff? perfect all the time and you walk out there going flowing <laughs> as we all do of course we never have malfunctions that's not a thing so we have little hiccups 
to improve it's, our costume it's in a called very battle dance it's called battle damage, <laughs> Tyler. It's called I don't no, know, battle damage time... is during crossplay creation. It can be yes. after. It can be after. Every time I've had a break, I have something break, and I've had to fix it very impromptu. It has always been stronger afterwards. So, just the little improvements to make them stronger than they were before. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm never going to have to repl- to fix my helmet. Then, with all the little cracks it's picked up for over the years of use. Like just from the fiberglass slowly cracking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, did you think? Anyway, of, yeah. our guest was asked a question, Sorry. and we keep talking. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, we're on a sugar high right now. <laughs> How dare you imply that I'm anything less than perfect, and that something has possibly <laughs> gone wrong with something of my costumes? Um, no, I have had lots of mistakes and things break, and I have. I mean, I carry a toolkit for a reason. <laughs> It's yeah. because I need it, um, or someone I know needs no, no, it. So, yeah, no, that's that's always the right thing. It's because somebody else needs yeah. it, and you've learned. Yes, that's the way you put it. I, th- I think my like the biggest mishap that I've lived through is like forgetting to bring an integral part of your costume. Oh, uh, and yeah. that is that's mm. always like. For for, um, for the two of us, it's like that is our main draw of conventions is to make something and then to show it off because, like, y'all were around back then. Of there wasn't this like built-in internet community that would also care. So it's like this is our one chance to make an impression and to show off what we've been working on. And so we don't get a second chance. And then you forget something. You're just like, oh, no. (laughs) Now they're going to remember me as the person who forgot, you know, the signature brooch on this costume. Or I think the worst one was, um, and it was for cosplay chess. Uh, So it was not only were we just wearing them in the convention center, but it was a performance in front of people. We weren't getting judged on it, but Mm -hmm. it, it felt the same. And it was um, from uh, Yurikuma Arashi. So those those uh, those costumes don't have a lot to them anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Understand. Uh, uh, and I think, like, we forgot to bring Callie's bare paws. They just didn't make it into the car. Oh, and no. her bare ears. So thankfully, she was cosplaying Ginkgo, and I was Lulu. And um, so black was easier to find. So we got her some of the uh, the cat paws from the dealer's hall, and we <laughs> took and we took some of the like extra fur that was tucked into her bare bare feet boots, and like scrounged up something and made ears from like the scrap fabric the seam allowance as it were from those boots and i i don't know how we managed to do that but that was just like oh wow we pulled something from nothing and now she'll have day one ears ingenuity. that's what <laughs> yeah. we call day one ingenuity <laughs> yeah that's magic cole. right there cole what did you forget for cosplay chef oh <laughs> <laughs> Which part? At home or on the ch- or the desk in the room? 
Uh, well, I'm thinking of the one about the desk on the room. What was the? Oh, one you mean my skirt? Old? Yeah, skirt for an integral costume change <laughs> during cosplay. Yes. Is this for El Dorado? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was good, by the way. So I didn't funny. notice anything was wrong. My favorite part. Pants. I love the part where... It's only because the horse was there to distract you from everything else. I still I think rem- the chariot was the best thing we ever did. Anyway. I remember I remember taking that chariot, and then when we left, they were doing construction down that road, so we just chucked it inside, the, <laughs> inside, of, the, uh, inside of the dumpster that was on the side of the road. <laughs> I think, it was so I, funny. <laughs> I think both of these mistakes happened the same year. What on earth I'm happened? I'm pretty sure you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's that's it's fu- that's crazy. It's funny because I remember we were like, okay, let's just throw this thing in the dumpster, and, and, and Rob's like, no, 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 I need the casters. Yeah, we'll take the nice yeah. casters. Don't throw them take, We took the casters off right there. Yep, and I think it was because <laughs> yep. they were doing renovations to the tunnel or something like that. They were so we were like, yeet. Cole, what did you forget at home? I don't think we did forget. I don't think I forgot anything at home. I don't think you forgot anything. I just then why did you bring it up? <laughs> I thought I might have because Tyler always double checks with me. He's like, did you forget anything? Yes, I have to. I have to. You get this? You get this? You get this? Yes, yes, yes. Are you sure? You oh, don't. Wait, no. you the last few years, a, I've been good about it, though. You don't make a check. You don't make a checklist and then check the checklist and make sure you checked everything off the checklist. But he checks the checklist and goes this, 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 this without checking the things. <laughs> I've done that Do before. <laughs> Do we have another question? How are we? As a matter of fact, we do. <laughs> oh, actually, I have a, I have one real quick. Oh, what go was for your it, most technically difficult costume? Yes. Of ones that are completed or ones that are yes. still in process. Okay. I was going let's to go say with, go uh, part of what's fa- okay. Uh... Yeah. Because I can just say some of the stuff yes, you're working on here. Uh, I can't wait to see completed progress. <laughs> okay. I'm, I have Instagram. Oh, maybe. For those at home, she is currently looking around her room that is full of many costumes and other assorted assessments and building materials. It's quite a array of things back there. I, it's shockingly well organized. It is well organized. I'm you, impressed by that. From here like, up. I, I, <laughs> from here. <laughs> from what see, you see. See, I'm actually starting to wonder if you're actually the cosplayer here because I've never seen a cosplayer whose organization system is this well structured, regardless of whether or not the rest of the room is clean. Uh, this has been a work in progress. We got new desks, so <laughs> everything is just. Ugh. Um. Ah, okay, so it's just timing that makes it look this way. Gotcha. Yeah. I haven't organized. It's called piles. This is a pile for this stuff. This is a pile for that stuff. <laughs> I know what's in the piles. I know what layer of the pile they're in. If but you it may ask look me, like I can find it. other people, but it's fine. I know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I work too much in chemicals for that to go and be a valid thing. If I have a pile of half of my stuff, a pile it's going to start smoking. What's wrong with that? Wait, chemicals? Seals. <laughs> Walter White much? Okay. I have a... Would it be the first time I've been called Heisenberg? But no, not not that. I think she's come to an answer. I I feel like it's got to be Squid Sister. I did Marie. Callie mm-hmm. did Callie. And that's why we had to do those costumes at all. <laughs> um, the, the hair tentacles was quite 
the undertaking i think also omiko hakodate from kill a kill so she's the tennis mm -hmm. club president if you're familiar with that she's got a petticoat of tennis balls so figuring out how to support that and make it movable was difficult um okay i'm kind of ashamed i have not seen that and i i need that in my life <laughs> what <laughs> uh like I've seen the I've seen the show. <laughs> I haven't seen that costume though. Uh yeah, she she's just like a crazy tennis person and I got the comment at a con that I wore it at like what are you from? When did when did Prince of Tennis get so intense? <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was one of the That's best. Yeah, Prince of Tennis was always intense. Cuz uh cuz I had this like Not that intense. I have this giant uh, tennis tennis racket prop for that costume that's got like red spikes all over it, and it's made of a fishing net. If that tells you how big it is. Oh god! So they were just like, "Oh my gosh, I I missed you know the most recent season of Prince of Tennis. Oh no!" And our, <laughs> Things and, really and changed. Our, and our local uh, our local ranger of sports animes isn't here to comment on this. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just like, frick. I'm impressed. Yeah. Hmm. Well then. I got a question. Mm -hmm. Um, Out of your cosplays, have you ever done one involving a elaborate prop? Uh, whether it be a weapon I or mean... anything like that. That you're extremely proud of that you put together. I think my first elaborate prop was my proto pack for brief from Penny and Stocking with Garter Belt. And it's just basically the super simplified chibi version of a Ghostbusters Proton pack. So mm -hmm. it it's probably not nearly as complicated as that, but that was like the first thing that I I don't know. I I feel really confident with soft goods and fabric and and sewing because i grew up sewing and so mm -hmm. and this was the first time i had ever used evafoam uh i got a <laughs> hose from a vacuum cleaner and attached to the thing i put backpack straps on it so it was actually really pretty comfortable to wear and i made it functionally open and closed so i could actually store things in there <laughs> um yeah uh but um lately with the amount of link costumes that I've been doing, um, we're trying to make more and more of those props. And so those are getting more and more difficult, especially because um, they're so, they're rendered in the game so beautifully and sleekly and each flourish in those has so much thought as to the, the origin or the culture that built it especially in Breath of the Wild, because you have all the different, mm. you find all the, you know, the found weapons. So it's like, where did this come from? Oh, mm. that detail is actually important in the weapon, and you have to, you can't just, uh, you know, put a filter over it and make it enough, close enough. <laughs> this is uh, this is where I got to ask something, because something that I've noticed with your work, both in things that I've seen you do, whether it be cosplay chess or just outside of that, uh, you guys have a really good eye for detail. 
Like, I'm sure n nobody, nobody in their right mind would ever go and call a costume perfect or anything like that. But I've noticed that you two actually put a lot of thought into making sure that detail points that are going to be immediately noticed are actually done to a really good technical level. I guess I'm curious, what costume are you most proud of? Because I'm curious if it's one of your more recent ones with the high technical level of precision, or maybe if it's something older, something you just have passion in. So, well, first of all, we both went to school. I don't know if this is giving away too much, but we, in college, we were both um, uh, in the costume track in the theater arts department. So mm -hmm. we studied design and construction there. And so um, with, with a little bit of background in costume history, it, I don't know, it kind of funnels your interest into if if I'm making this okay let me back up <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so like um first of all reading a costume sketch is a skill in practicing mm -hmm. so trying to infer what the original artist was thinking of because they are trying to draw clothes for uh you know, that don't exist to to exist. And so basically that's what animators are doing. They're taking clothes that are real, that we all experience, trying to convert that to a facsimile of, you know, art art materials and compressing it to two dimensions instead of three. And then as cosplayers, we're trying to take that two dimensions and make it three dimensional again. And sometimes with these designs, they don't make sense in three dimensions, <laughs> especially kill a kill <laughs> costumes. Um, because those. This, this is the most relatable statement <laughs> I've ever heard. And yeah. so, and so for, um, so for theater, you have to consider how it's going to hold up during the run of a show or how people will actually get in and out of the clothes. <laughs> so you think about closures and, and um, shapes and com comfort when you're, when you're designing. Um, and so, I don't know. So taking that background, at least, and applying it to video game costumes or anime costumes, which don't necessarily have that thought put behind it, which is fine. Um, but mm -hmm. trying to imagine what the person was envisioning when they drew that fabric, how, how they animated it folding kind of explains the weight that it has and maybe what what kind of fabric you'd be using um maybe something has a flat color in the show but uh based on the character's status you can um tweak it a little bit and maybe add a color on color texture that's 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 where we find joy is trying to make the clothes real if if they were actual clothes what would they look like because um 
doing it for so long, it gets boring after a while of just, I'm going to make everything out of quilting cotton where everything is a, a flat color, everything's the same weight, everything, you know, flows the same. And so after doing that, it's just like, well, I want to, I want to make it richer. And that's just because that's what we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, to answer your question, I think I'm most proud <laughs> of um, probably Royal Guard Lincoln Zelda. And we made those last last year for Soccer Con. I really hoped you were going to say that, because that is just the freaking apex for me. Like, <laughs> you have hit... I, I, I'm sorry, I have said this to a few guests, but when I saw you guys in those outfits, you guys hit that envy level for me. I am never going to be as good of a cosplayer, but I need people like you that are just so far above me to motivate me to do better. Because, damn it, I love everything that I saw there. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, congratulations. You're rivals with somebody that's shit. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I thought that uh, what you talked about there was uh, just how you look into material of like how it sits and what you think it would be made out of and what is not what it is, but what it is trying to emulate, I guess. Uh, I think that's, that is actually a very fantastic way of looking at things where... Uh, seeing that where you see parts and you're like oh this is looks like it's it's yellow but it's actually would be something that's metallic or 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 a richer material or and this is why like that's i love that i love that idea because like that's why i always just i look at a shirt and i, I will go down uh go down the bargain bin area because there's always something weird in there that you're thinking like oh this is different texture i just my uh, i shop with my mom a lot uh, and then she just goes, okay, I, we're looking at materials and she knows I'm going to go off to like bargain bin and just, I'm just going to start touching everything and feeling it. And I have to go through five different types and I go, Hmm, Hmm, Hmm. Cause it's like just the, you're feeling material, you're touching material, seeing how it's laying. Cause there's something that could be just a little bit more on point on what it, what it, what it's trying to capture. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just you, the way you just talked about how 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 you uh, explain that that's i think that's fantastic the way you saying well why you want to look for something that more embodies what you're trying to go for and you make these tiny tiny little changes instead of it just being oh this is red i gotta go find red fabric no it could be a velvety satiny something or or could be anything like that could be like a uh you go touch it go I'm always talking about touching things. Um, <laughs> touching it is like, oh, this is this be more likely like a silk or something or something that feels uh, uh, always smooth to the touch. Not smooth to touch. Soft to the touch. There we go. That like, uh, um, let's say this character is like an emperor. Oh, he's not going to be wearing broadcloth. He's going to be wearing uh, uh, like a silk or something like, like that. Or even one thing I'm always trying to see is like, I'll see solid colors. I go... Most stuff for clothing and all that aren't always just a solid color. So, like, I'll try and find it that's, like, maybe it's got weird little specks in it that makes it look more raw and natural and uh, go down that ring. Because just, uh, it's, I only look at solid colors, and if it's, like, some kind of action or 
maybe it's something that fits it very well, but you never really see bright, solid colors like that in, in all around because it's so contrasting and jarring sometimes. So, And, like, yeah. that wasn't to imply that doing it that way is any sort of wrong because no, that's no, yeah. just a different way of interpreting the designs. But... Um, like that's that's just the part of it that we enjoy so why not do that i don't know yeah yeah no yeah that's that's great because there's always like little things or like little little details little jewels or i say jewels or pieces of material that you go like well this has to you'd feel like this would emulate more of a a metal or something or yeah all, all that so no i i i i definitely feel where you're coming from there so in other words all the little pieces attach to the hole and, and bring it out more. In other words. I don't know. I guess. Detail skull? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's kind of like a ja- like, so um, I... like a Captain Jack Sparrow costume where there's <laughs> one... <laughs> well, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Is that there's all these little parts of him that just doesn't make any sense by themselves but you stick them all together and they, and they tell a story. So. Yeah, just... No, no, that's just where you go and throw on your pirate boots. You go and walk into Puget Sound and whatever comes out. <laughs> hey, would you look at that? You look like Captain Jack Sparrow. It's, it's a hot mess, but you love it. It sounds like that could be like a fun little like fun mini game where you, you, got, you got five minutes. You, you have to be a, a pirate of some kind. Run into that store. Find anything that you want on there. Run out. That's you. That's your costume yep. now. <laughs> You're allowed to start God, with really the basic. You're allowed to start challenge. with the basic con- with the basic pirate costume, and then everything, and then you run into into a quick store, and off you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I I have to ask a question here, and this is kind of going back two steps. But you said something that just seems like such a foreign concept to me as a cosplayer. <laughs> Making costumes comfortable? What are you mad for theater? Are you telling? Are you telling me that I'm not just supposed to staple myself into whatever I'm wearing? So, so something you learn... Have I been doing it wrong this whole time? Well, you got results last time you did it, so I... There is... Maybe. Keep stapling yeah. yourself No, I mean, in. you know, the tetanus was totally worth it. I've got shots for that. Yeah. But then your arm hurt real bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's still no, numb but really. Um... So, like, for for theater, you're building a costume for someone presumably not yourself, and you and depending on the run of the show, it needs to be comfortable so that they can act because you're there to support their performance. the The costume is probably not the center of the focus there, um, and it has to hold up. Uh, for laundry and reusing for mm-hmm. depending on how long the show is going to play and so um, you know just making something for somebody else I I make I take shortcuts when I know that I'm going to be wearing it it's like oh I'm I'm fine with it you know being this way this oh, so you are human, <laughs> is what you're telling me <laughs> um, and so yeah and yeah, there's a lot of cosplays that I have. They are not easy to wear. They are not, you know, easily launderable. They are not. Uh, they are not comfortable, <laughs> and so uh, 
it's nice to be able to not not have to worry so much about that but at least at least consider it <laughs> it it enters the thought process of like can i can i change this to <laughs> to make it more comfortable no i'm going to wear you know squid tentacles on my head and it's going to be really heavy oh, okay okay <laughs> no i I only even bring this up just because, quite honestly, that is something I don't hear enough in this community. Like, I, I watch a lot of tutorials learning how to do different techniques and stuff like that. And half the time, I stop the video when they start talking about fits and how it's not going to be comfortable. And it's like, that doesn't always seem like a compromise worth having. So it's nice to hear somebody that at least puts some emphasis on that instead of we all must suffer for our art no no that's not a prerequisite mm -hmm. sometimes it is but it's not inherently one just no. consider comfort and if you decide you would rather not have it that's okay too <laughs> yeah that's just it you know winston takes me 40 minutes to get into and it <laughs> takes an hour and a half to get out of you know staples have to be removed from all portions of skin but you know it was a choice i made so is the horse <laughs> Yeah, the horse we, we literally into. Uh, didn't we, well, the, the didn't horse, we literally sew you into the horse? Well, the the horse was kind of a weird no, one. We so uh, Road to El Dorado, people have seen it on the YouTube channel. You can find us there, Soccer Rangers. Uh, can also find Jess on there and several of the videos as well, by the way. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Watch all the cosplay chess videos from SoccerCon, please. Uh, Road to El Dorado... I was going to borrow a horse from a theater company in Seattle that's no longer in business, and the horse costume was missing the week of the convention. So I had to make a mascot outfit with no prior experience about five days before the convention with next to no budget while I was in the middle of a moving process, so I didn't have all of my tools available to me. Uh, that was a fascinating experience, and yes, I was safety pinned into that thing, because it was the only choice that was left. I mean, that's oh, a yeah, viable that's choice. I, <laughs> it wasn't much of a choice, it was an act of desperation. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Tyler and Cole needed somebody to distract from the fact that they were missing parts of their costumes. <laughs> no, just Cole. I had all my costumes. <laughs> we also needed someone to pull us onto the board. Yep. Oh, did we ask the abstract question that I like? I don't remember if we did or nope, not. Nope, we have not yet. I oh. expected you to ask it like three questions. I ago. know, I know, I know. So, well, maybe this will be the last question. Then. This one is, this one is my abstract question that I like to ask. Uh, kind of answer it with what, probably whatever the first question that or answer that comes to your brain. But it's, if you have... Is your cosplays, do you have a style or thing you were based it off of? Not based it off of. Is there a style or thing for your cosplays? As in maybe you find you have a, a certain franchise you cosplay from a lot often? Or is there certain kind of techniques or things that you use more often than other? Um, or anything else that you could think of that is very defining style of your personal cosplays for me if i can somehow incorporate an incredibly tedious uh time-consuming 
detail that will that I've never done before <laughs> and that I can learn and and do that's probably and that no one will ever notice but I will know that it's there <laughs> that's that's usually what I go for um I hate the fact that you've just described like literally every costume I've ever done Jack of all trades, master of none. Try something new. No one will ever notice, but I feel good about it. There you so, go. So everyone so, in your cosplays has that. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, um, I don't know. If I if I wasn't doing cosplay, I'd be sitting at home doing... I would... I, I knit, and I like cross-stitching, and I, do an, I did embroidery, and like I would be doing all of this stuff anyway so it's so neat <laughs> to actually have a purpose for it and so um Callie and I have actually like we've been designing costumes lately like uh plans that we're coming up with based on like what new thing can we learn to do it what have we never done oh, before? Like, does this fantastic. does yeah. this costume support chainmail, for instance? And it's like, oh yeah, well I can I can do that again. Um, or does this mm -hmm. costume can any of it be beaded, or can any of it be smocked, or like for um, royal gown Zelda? That was the first time I had ever tried gold work, and so uh, having a purpose and a goal in mind to try to do something new it's a lot easier than just like some formless project where you're trying to do it on its own mm -hmm. yeah no yeah no yeah no yeah <laughs> that's a great answer yeah mm -hmm. I, I gotta be honest, I'm kind of surprised. A lot of times we ask that question, and it takes people sometimes five or six minutes to get to the point and get right to it. And No, you actually just, in an eloquent way, put it all together. I love that. <laughs> I love that. A question you never expected to get, but you had an answer for it. Um, but, like, as for, like, if there's anything in common with the source material... Uh, I think we like a lot of niche things, and so mm -hmm. it it it's been very difficult at conventions to to meet people that I've actually seen a lot of the things or played the games. I like a lot of visual novels, and uh, we mm -hmm. made costumes from Nine Persons, Nine Hours, Nine Doors years ago, and. We were ecstatic when exactly nine people recognized us as Hakuragon. I know that feeling all so well. So, um, I guess that's in common. So, um, like I mentioned, Kill a Kill and Panty and Stocking and Zelda, like, none of those are niche things. But it, that's kind of a blessing of, like, oh, finally I like something that isn't obscure where people might actually care. <laughs> But when they do know you, and it's it's ill, it's the greatest feeling. It is. That is definitely is. true. So, yeah. It's like you've you've played this obscure visual novel too. Thank you so much. Yeah, and then they see in there, then they're just like, "Oh, you're this from this." I was not expecting to see someone cosplay that from this, and you're like, and you know that you. it is not a coincidence that they're in that costume that they didn't just stumble upon it. Yeah, like, no. no. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah that yeah that harks back to like your very first thing where you talked about of it's that baseline of you have an icebreaker we're just all walking around wearing icebreakers that's it yeah that's, that's what an anime convention is yeah i can tell people my hobby is ice breaking yes like, what do you mean <laughs> i've just made it even harder to understand it's cosplay <laughs> what do you mean oh, oh. Eventually, we're going to get to that merchandise point, and I feel like this is going to be one of those weird, obscure things that we said several podcasts ago, people demand. Yeah. My hobby is icebreaking. What is that What mean? the crap does that mean? Why is there a sewing needle underneath this? <laughs> what does this shirt mean? Oh. <laughs> That's the best type of merch. Did you use Jackbox <laughs> to make that shirt? I don't understand. TKO! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, yep. Oh. Just just design your Absolutely shirts in TKO fantastic. for any of your home stuff, and then yeah, done, done. Forget Windows Paint. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all right, all right. So we're starting to go and get a little bit long here. Oh. Don't want this to go on. Obviously, we want people to actually go and see this podcast and go. Okay, that's a reasonable amount of time to yes. listen to. I can go and do this to and from a commute. Yeah. So. I've just got a couple of quick questions to go and ask here. And obviously no permanence, because some of them are affected by certain circumstances going on. Mm. Human malware may or may not affect things in the future. So, uh, first one that uh, I expect you to be totally honest and totally candid, because it has nothing to do with human malware. Uh, so, Splatoon. Wii U or Switch? I had it on Wii U, and I think I okay. think that was a little bit easier to play with the tablet. Thank it, you. Okay, finally, been, somebody agrees yeah, with me. <laughs> I, having played it on Wii U versus the Switch, I think that it's an easier game to play with the specific tablet. I find that uh, my, you know, camera gets all out of whack on the Switch, and I have to center it a lot more. Nope, one hundred percent agree. Yep. I just need somebody to validate my okay. opinion on this. Thank you. Thank you for going and assisting with that. Had to. Uh, so I know right now that there's very few of them that we can say with any sort of permanence are going to be sticking around and actually happening this year. But uh, future cosplay plans, convention, you want to promote yourself at if it actually happens? Yay or nay? Well, if things had gone as they were going... I would have been at SakuraCon. <laughs> I would have been at Anime <laughs> Expo. Um, uh, I'm kind of hoping that Crunchyroll Expo happens. Um, I've never been uh -huh. to that one, but I used to go to Anime LA ALA. So that, uh -huh. but because of my work schedule, I, that one hasn't been. Sorry, I'm getting long. <laughs> Crunchyroll no. Expo. No, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. Answer. Crunchyroll Expo. No, no, we, we like these candid answers. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, Rob will just edit out all of Cole, and then we'll have tons of time. Uh, <laughs> oh, exactly. I yeah. I've not been talking a whole bunch today. Thank you, filler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, Cole. We love uh -huh, you. Uh -huh. And Komori Khan. <laughs> mm, all right, all right. So, yes, assuming the Crunchyroll Expo happens, make no mistake, we will be promoting the hell out of you as you go over. And if not, then we will see you at KomoriCon <laughs> and have a great time. Yeah. Um, or at least that's the cosplay hope. Cosplay plans right now, I'm just 
I'm still working on what was supposed to be done for Sakura Khan's co cosplay contest because having no deadline just means that it can go on forever. <laughs> I know this feeling. Um, which I was going to compete for the first time at Sakura Khan, and my costume is still only 80% done in the garage because I can't bring myself to go and work on it more. I expect you to get that finished the first. That's the first project you're, you're, you're doing after you finish moving. Yeah, no, it's it really is, actually, because there's some materials that need to get used before they expire. Rob, you better finish that outfit. Oh, it's getting done. It's getting done. But that's not... This part will be cut out of the podcast, but yeah, that that, that part doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. 80% I just is... sympathize with your situation. 80% is more done than, than some. <laughs> so good job. Yeah, here's... Here's the difference. My 80% would only be comparable in quality to probably your 30% done. So, you know, put that in perspective. You know, God tier, shit tier. No! <laughs> the listeners at home could probably guess on which one of us is on the high tier and which one of us is going and mucking it with the rest of the soccer arrangers. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> As Tyler gets offended. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm working on specifically the snow quill armor from Breath of the Wild. Um, Ooh, nice. And so I'm... I, I should ask before you go any farther here, like, you don't need to go and disclose this if you want to keep it a secret or anything like that. Like, we're not going to go and have you out anything if you don't I want don't to. I don't know, I'm I'm posting progress stuff on Instagram, so it's not a secret. <laughs> I kind of figured as much. I figured that's what we were going with there, but I just... Just want to make sure, you know, I, I've had more than one person request after we're done recording the podcast. Hey, could we cut out this one question? I'm really not ready for people to know about this, or I don't want people copying what I'm doing because I'm going to be competing. It's like, cool. But I forgot to bring that up before. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly fine because this is usually the first things we do. Like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that one. I made Cursed Link from the animated show that is we don't speak about. <laughs> well, excuse me, nice. Princess Lunk. Um, Lunk. So. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, the epic showcase of bad writing and weirdly charming voice acting. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so that's that's finished as of today. Nice. Um, I'm, I have been in the process since I think last summer of making Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Nice. Which is a lot. I'm really looking forward to seeing it's that. It's a lot fewer. Amazing. Most of his stuff is hard goods like foam and stuff. So it has been very much challenging. <laughs> that amazing dive suit. And that is, and with his stupid thighs that are just open to the world. <laughs> oh yeah, you you, you got to show off the thighs. <laughs> I don't understand this boy. Um. I mean, at least you're actually going to be able to get that done and do it right. I mean, I'm still trying to get ripped enough to be able to do Zeke. Mm. Zeke is such a good boy. <laughs> I know. I freaking love him. Tadas. <laughs> um, yeah, our, uh, we, Callie and I met someone in the cosplay contest at KomoriCon last year, 
who really wants to make Pandoria. And so... Oh, damn. Yeah, so it was exciting that, you know, we all shared a love for that game. And... Yeah. So freaking good! Yes. It's a good game. Um... Several other Legend of Zelda cosplays because I guess that's all I'm going to do now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe that is your style. I mean, cosplay. Legend of when, Zelda. When you find a niche that fits, I think it's just. I go. think it's because Breath of the Wild. You have so many clothes that you can make, <laughs> and you have, the and you have the option of actually looking at them 360. That makes finding the details easier. <laughs> I have a question for that... you, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you considered outfits of the Yiga clan? Sorry, Oof. I don't like bananas that much. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I can't think of a better line to end this on. In fact, this shall be the title of this episode. <laughs> I don't like bananas that much. Starring <laughs> Jess. <laughs> God, no. All right. Anyway, uh, Cole, I know you love asking the final question of the evening, so I'm going to leave this one up to you. Somebody asked my question, though. The final question, not your favorite question. My brain is... Okay, apparently Cole is not remembering this, so I'll go and ask it instead. Jess, you've been delightful. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, now I remember. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Sorry, I just took a, it. Just took a half a second to realize what we were talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, it, Cole, you are the reason why this is an editing nightmare every week. But in any ways, in <laughs> any case, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure, it, um, and it's always fun to have new people come on, and talk about their experiences, and and share it with the world. Um, would you like to come back sometime in the future? Oh yes. And that's the blood contract right there. <laughs> you are trapped in here perpendicularly. You're trapped here. We can summon you anytime. Perpendicularly? That's a wow. word. Yeah. In perpetuity? In perpetuity. Thank you, sir. That's the correct word. You're trapped perpendicularly. <laughs> Always in line, but never cross. <laughs> but no, you're trapped in uh. blood contract. You're, you get Your contract goes on the wall. Contract? Blood contract. Contract? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I freaking love this. Really, though, you've been an absolute delight. This has been a ton of fun. Uh, I know you were nervous going into this, but it's been really fun getting to know you in this somewhat informal uh, medium here. So I really just want to say thank you for coming on. This has been absolutely great. I actually would love to talk more with a more structured and dedicated format maybe about uh some of your her cosplay craft and just talk more about uh your construction methods and especially your embroidery work because i think that just looks absolutely fantastic what you do (laughs) so hopefully we have the opportunity to do that again in the future uh thank you you're awesome and you know who else is awesome this segue to the outro because you the people that are listening, you're awesome. Thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for going and celebrating another member of our community. Thank you for hopefully uh, liking and subscribing this podcast. Uh, maybe going and checking out 
a certain somebody's Instagram. Link in the description below, of course. Uh, check out the cosplay chess videos that we've referenced before because there's some damn good creativity with everybody, guest included, with all of those. Uh, and some of my favorite memories, actually, do involve. Just because you are absolutely absurd with some of the things you do. And I just appreciate that in cosplay chess. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna make you cry. No, I'm not crying. Good? <laughs> I, there was, sorry. Is it, no, you're no, on no, your no. outro, and I have a story from cosplay chess. Hey, don't worry, we can go and edit this back around. Uh, a lot of times I record the outro separately from this anyway. I try to do it here, and it's just like, no, I didn't like the way that sounded. I'll make something more organic sounding. The fact that uh, I was brief in one in one year of late night cosplay chess, and I specifically had the, had the, um, uh, the word, um, disclaimer to our opponent's when we sent out like, hey, this is this is what you need to know about my character, this is what you need to know about my costume, what I can and cannot do. And so for one for the person that sent some of those fights, I was just like, Okay, I'm gonna be brief. Uh hair in front of eyes, so cannot see. Ears are covered with headphones, cannot hear, and I can't move very well with the backpack on. So good <laughs> luck with that fight. <laughs> And and so of course, what does he suggest? But a dance battle, where I have to do choreographed dance to music playing that I can barely hear, I can't really see very well, and I'm just like, okay, we're gonna make this work. So that oh was goodness. so that was fun. <laughs> oh my god, I freaking love that. That's great. Yep, a dance battle with Sub Zero. <laughs> Okay, I remember that one. Shit. <laughs> I didn't put two and two together here. <laughs> and it was to it was to a Captain Jack Sparrow song. It was like a remix of um, "I Got a Jar of Dirt" or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was to that song. It was the weirdest thing, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> the absurdest shit, oftentimes, is yep. the best. Oh my god, I love this. I love this. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, what what else is there to say at this point? Uh, follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all under Soccer Arrangers. Uh, our guests at AnnieJust3 on Instagram. Link will be in the description below. Uh, you guys know where to listen to us. You can go and hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music Podcasts. You can go and find us on Amazon Alexa now via Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. We are everywhere free podcasts are sold. Thank you so very much, everybody, for listening. Cannot wait to go and see you again next time. Have a great night. Band, play us out. <laughs> <laughs>